And we are back. It is the Beer Bros. Back, back at in it. action. We've been we've been away for a while. Uh, ten days. Ten days. A lot's happened. We're celebrating today. The Bears did not fuck up the draft. We have Justin Fields yes. on the show. No, we're just no. <laughs> <laughs> We wish. No, we have a great even... day in Chicago yesterday, though. It, it is. It is. And uh, that's why we're here in Chicago now to celebrate with our good friend, probably an even better guest than Justin Fields, if I might say. Uh, we are joined by Pat Fay. He is our whiskey ex- expert on the Beer Bros. Because. Because. Oh, and Rob's here too, I guess. Yeah. Um, because we're Rob, doing a we whiskey doing? show. Yes. More specifically, bourbon. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know anything about whiskey. I know Jack Daniels. Is that whiskey? Tennessee whiskey. It is okay, Tennessee, cool. yeah. Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> so I'm interested to learn more. Uh, I'm not a big whiskey fan. But hey, you know what? For the spirit of the show, I'm here. <laughs> For the spirit of the show. For the spirit of the show. Oh, and, yeah. and to be with my friends, of course. Uh, Pat, welcome to the show, man. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I, I I got dressed up for this occasion. I was I was very much looking forward to this. We we did. Everyone not. loves to see you right now. <laughs> well, they're only going to hear me, so I can't wait to to continue on with the show, guys. This is uh, this is going to be fun. Yes, uh, it, it will be a very fun show. But before we get to that, Rob, you want to tell people where they can reach us on social media? Download Untapped if you haven't already. Dubbeer Bros is our username. Uh, email us dubbeerbros at gmail Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. Uh, Twitter, at the Beer Bros 1. Instagram, the Beer Bros Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And check out our past quarantine episodes on YouTube, along with our uh, along with our Illinois Beer Racket, which Joe and I will get to the championship at one point. We'll do our championship video very soon. Mm, not, let's not say very soon. It'll happen. It'll happen. Um, <laughs> Some, sometime down the line. It's, yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll have maybe it'll happen by the time the next March Madness happens, um, but yes, like Rob said, we are doing uh, the Bourbon Show. Uh, we're gonna do a little history. Pat has been to two, uh, yeah, two of the distilleries for yeah. two of these places, or two of the three we have. So we'll get a little insight on that as well. Um, yeah, before I think, uh, Pat, do you want to introduce? Just name the three yeah. whiskeys that we're doing today. Well, I, I got one that I actually got that I hand-dipped today, guys. Um, it's from Maker's Mark Distillery. I, it actually has the date that I dipped it on, so it was actually two years ago from uh, from April. So look nice. at that, 4.13 with my horrible handwriting right in there. 2019. It's, it's hard to write in a bottle. Yes. Yeah. It's very hard. So this is just the classic <laughs> uh, Maker's Mark that we'll be, we'll be trying out today. So obviously nice. getting it from the barrel that I... Got the bottle and then dip. And then the next one um, is Woodford Reserve. Also another one that I really enjoyed when I was out there um, in Kentucky. And really, I think, uh, I think Joe, this might be the first time he's having Woodford Reserve. He may have had mar- Makers before from like a cocktail or something. But both, both good drinks on their own. And uh, I'm looking forward to see your guys' reaction. Yeah. And the um, last one? Yeah. Oh, of course, the one that uh, that Rob brought. I know neither yeah, of us. We had, um, we had a little mix-up. So Buffalo Trace was supposed to be the third one. Uh, <laughs> These are both very good. Turns out Buffalo Trace is really hard to find some places. I knew, I knew it was a very popular bourbon, but turned out that... Yeah, come on, Rob. Everyone knows that, man. <laughs> you could go to four different liquor stores and not find it. Yeah. No, the, for it to be sold out. They're both obviously really good options. Um, I, I've heard a lot of good things. Just for me, like, I am a, a whiskey 
connoisseur. I do like to drink uh, my fair share, but uh, he's our whiskey ex- expert. Uh, for, yes, of course, the expert. Uh, I've been saying. drinking for so many years that I'm quite the expert in it. But yeah, we got uh, just the the traditional uh, wild turkey, uh, their bourbon, so just their standard stuff that they released. So that's the third option. Thank you, Pat. Thank so, you. Um, yeah. I think cool. we, just time to dive into the history. Yeah, a little um, short background into American bourbon. Right. So the origin of bourbon is actually not very well documented. Uh, it's actually kind of similar with like stouts and porters, where like it's so, it's it's been in like kind of production for so long that it gets you know, it's gotten lost. But there are a lot of claims as to who first invented and distilled bourbon. Right. You know, and- oh, yeah. Roughly. Yeah. It is believed that distilling whiskey was brought over by Scottish and Irish people who came over to Kentucky in the late 18th century for farming purposes. So, and the two main claims. Uh, Yeah, so, sorry. The NFL draft is going on. I totally forgot that we were supposed to wait for the Bears to pick. Uh, The two main claims (laughs) uh, as to who invented bourbon, uh, that would be Elijah Craig and Jacob Spears. Um, Although... Many believe that there really isn't one sole inventor of bourbon. It's just a lot of people. Right. And with Craig, he was often attributed for being like the first to age whiskey in charred oak cask or barrels, which gives the whiskey its distinct color and taste. But obviously that process was very well known overseas in Europe and other areas. Uh, Spears is often credited for being the first one to label his product, though, bourbon whiskey. So... Like we said, there's many different claims to the origin of bourbon. There's even a claim out there that says New Orleans started bourbon because of Bourbon Street. So kind of that might just be some lazy. I, I don't know about that yeah. one. Point. Uh, <laughs> My understanding point, is, point uh, you there. know, there's just a lot of guys out in Kentucky that wanted to distill something that wasn't necessarily the 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 best thing that people thought at the time because you know liquor. And religion never really get got along back in the day, and those guys in the mountains just wanted to do their thing and, and make something that they believe was good for them, and in some cases it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in 1964, the U.S. Congress recognized bourbon whiskey as a distinctive product of the United States, uh, labeled America's native spirit, uh, meaning bourbon can be distilled in all states where it is legal to do so. I don't know exactly how many states it's not legal to do it in, but apparently there's enough for that to be a note. Yeah, do you know? Yeah, it's uh, essentially anyone can make bourbon, but uh, there's only one Kentucky straight bourbon, and necessarily it's it. I mean, the bourbon trail is in Kentucky, so like most of your bourbons that are especially well known, mm-hmm. they're going to be there. Um, there's only one Kentucky straight bourbon. From what I understand, only Kentucky can have that, but it is made, like, elsewhere. So, technically, you can say Jack Daniels is a bourbon, although many people would definitely disagree with that. So Right, and label it Tennessee whiskey. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 you can essentially make a lot of things in the bourbon. It just has to be made a certain way. Gotcha. Um, I, I mean, if we want to expand a little bit on that, because, like, bourbon, whiskey... Is Scotch a part of like the whiskey family too? Or yeah, yeah, of course. Like, what makes it that kind of di- what what distinction does, or how do you have to make it? You know, that's a good question. So, um, in the process of making whiskey, there's there's something called like I believe it's called a malt or a wort. A it's mash. a lot. 
it's a lot like a beer. Yeah. So okay. really, I like to kind of say that, um, you know, it's it's a little bit of an evolved craft, but you're taking something like beer and actually distilling it into just more of its more pure alcoholic form. Gotcha. So it, and then you're also aging it in barrels. So it's actually a very expensive and long process to do. Uh, but at the end result is you're getting a very distinct flavor and a very pure uh, form of alcoholic drink. Okay. Interesting. I, yeah. I, I've always like been, cause like I've always been confused with like all the difference. You know, I've just been like, yeah, it's whiskey. Like mm-hmm. it's brown. It's whiskey. But apparently there is, you know, a lot, a lot like beer. Like a lot of people just say like, oh, that's just right. Like Miller Lite. It's like, no, it's, there's a lot of, di- you know, there's, right. there's For a lot sure. of difference. Yeah. Okay. That's very cool. For very sure. Cool. Um, I, you know, we talked about Kentucky, you know, most brands are produced in Kentucky. This is a 2018 statistic, but nine, approximately 95% of all bourbon is distilled in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, both due to historical association and, uh, the filtering of iron free water through high concentrations of mm-hmm. limestone that's unique to the area. So. Yeah, water is actually really important to the distillation process because if you have any impurities, because um, when you distill, you're essentially taking out like the water and you're actually making it a higher concentration of alcohol. So that water is so important because whatever remains like are going to be impurities if the water isn't like like clean or, or mm-hmm. very like good water source. So that's why a lot of people, I mean, every part of it is important and every part has a distinct flavor. So that's kind of what you're looking to get out of these products. Cool. Kind of similar to beer, like where, you know, like Miller Coors or Coors like makes their beer in, in the Rockies for a reason for that stream water. You know, it, I mean, and it, I think we kind of say the same for Lake Michigan water for our craft beer out here. So it's just, um, yeah, it just, it's crazy how water, how much water is important yeah. to the alcoholic process for anything. So important. <clears throat> I one last note I do have here: Makers Woodford and I mean Buffalo Trace as well. They are all yes. considered federal landmarks. Mm-hmm. You know, just because of how historic it is and how you know how much they they do mean to the industry. So I mm-hmm. thought that was pretty cool. Just uh, you was so cool. You don't see They're a lot of gorgeous. Like They're gorgeous gorgeous places really? like like you you imagine like a national park that's essentially what you're getting but at, with a distillery like you just got it they're obviously such old uh distilleries and like when you go there like there's so many beautiful trees and it's very like old old kind of southern kind of money because it's in it's in kentucky yeah. and it's just like built into like the landscape and it's just a part of the nature there is those distilleries and, and their manufacturing process so it's actually really cool you guys ever get the chance i'd say makers is is unbelievably beautiful but it's so remote you're probably gonna get lost getting to it really it's so it's literally like my phone was like would not pick up a reception like it's in the middle of nowhere it's awesome i have always i've always wanted to go to kentucky just you know i'm not a whiskey guy but i do i did want to like it's just something you have to see yeah yeah Yeah. it's you know i i it's an experience yeah yeah absolutely I actually think this is a good weekend for this because we actually have the Kentucky Derby coming up. Oh, that's right. It's it true. Is, yeah, it is coming. It's, uh, it's right it's on tomorrow, right? right on point, right on cue. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good uh, Pretty good time in here for everything. That was completely planned. Completely accidental. <laughs> <laughs> completely. If only we played it after the Bears draft pick, that would have been pristine. <laughs> uh, 
Rob, do you do you have any additional information or questions you want to answer, or do we want to? I think we let's just get into makers. Get into it? Okay. Because I know you have them. Um, you know, you visited makers, so mm-hmm. we'll get to that after. I think after we sip the whiskey. So I'll give a little description uh, from their website. So this one changed the way we think of bourbon, all because one man changed the way he thought about making it. Bill Samuels Sr. simply wanted a whiskey he would enjoy drinking, never bitter or sharp. Maker's Mark is made with a soft red winter wheat instead of the usual rye. For a -a one-of-a-kind, full-flavored bourbon that's easy to drink, to ensure consistency, we rotate every barrel by hand age our bourbon to taste not time each and every bottle of makers is still hand dipped in our signature red wax at our distillery in loretto just like bill senior would have wanted and actually that's uh trademarked Mm. yeah i actually hand dipped my own so that's the bottle i brought today uh we are opening that i don't know if it's any special edition i don't think it is if you want it's what if you guys both want to give it a smell we can start with joe What's kind of your initial uh, thoughts of it? Strong. You can smell the <laughs> Joe can smell the alcohol. Rob, what do you smell? I think it's more mellow. I guess more sweet. I get like more molasses type of uh, smell to it. Mm-hmm. Or more um, kind of a, maybe a little bit of honey. I always was looking for Rob to say it's like buttery. But it's not, not buttery. Not it's only one. buttery on the taste. I've, try, I've, I've tried to get him to say it so many times <laughs> in the show. We gotta get a. We have to do a cigar show. That's that's. We will do a cigar. Actually, show. that yeah, would we'll be a sweet. We could combine one of these because actually you could get a good cigar with a that good be, uh, whiskey pairing. The Tennessee whiskey show then. Oh, it was uh, cigars. I'm I'm a fan. I I really like Makers personally. Like I think it's a very warm <laughs> and, and and a very welcoming flavor. Like um, the smell of it isn't like overbearing or anything like that. Because there's some alcohol out there that's you smell it and you initially want to cringe. So, um, I don't know. I just want to kind of get your guys' take because usually smell is part of the experience. So, go ahead and take a sip of it whenever you guys get the chance. Joe, what's your thoughts? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all right. It's not terrible. I, I just, I'm not a fan of like the dry, you know, like the dryness mm. you're going to get in your mouth. Uh, that very heavy alcohol flavor, not flavor, but oh, the bears are on the clock. Let me trade it up. Oh. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> so I feel like for, this one just has such a distinct taste compared to kind of your typical bourbons, and I can't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's just because of that wheat. I think it's, it's just going to taste different than like a rye. Yeah. As opposed, like with Woodford, I'm sure that'll taste more. It's very smooth and sweet. For me. It is. It's very smooth. Yeah. And I think it's a really good, if like someone was trying to get into bourbon, I would actually recommend them to try Makers first because I think it's probably one of the more, you know, I, it's just very classic. It's very sweet. I think it's a very, like it's a mellow, lot of people. It's not going to be too overpowering. Exactly. And I think a lot of people would, would definitely like something like our Makers Mark because um, one, it, it actually is really great at mixed drinks. Um, the Mint Jubilee, I think it's called, is like the classic one at this time yeah. of year. I do get a little bit of a barrel, like barrel taste to it, like aftertaste. I think. Oh yeah, I I mean I think it's definitely in there for sure. Yeah, it's like that's part of the sweetness, but that's my favorite part about bourbon is that that barrel like that that woody taste to it. <laughs> I feel so bad. I feel like I gotta chug this, and then I gotta have three more of these. That's why you need to pour smaller. 
Smaller glasses. Okay. <laughs> I think that was a mistake on my part. What I'm going to do Little is more. save this. <laughs> I have my water glass here. I'm going to have to save this guy for a little later. Alrighty. So, Pat, let me ask you. You have a food pairing for this. Uh, let's, I'm thinking myself on a warm summer day. Like, what would I... I mean, in all honesty, like, this would go really good with, like, any charcuterie board. <laughs> Something, you know, Bro, really laid back. Loves. That's my go-to. Really? That's my go-to. I think it's got to be, like, it, you know, this is a really relaxing drink. You're you're not having anything too serious with it. I think it's got to be something like a, like a decent, not even, like, that expensive a charcuterie. Like, you go to the store, like, a Trader Joe's, pick out a few things, and you're just relaxing and having some meat and cheese with it. Yeah. I like it. Um, Joe? I'm going to be honest. I I don't think I can properly. I'm not a whiskey guy. I I, I, I don't Should know. Should we just kick him out now? Or? <laughs> I'll, I, will, I will throw my interjections in, but I mean, it's... I'm probably not going to be that great of a voice for this. Uh, pairing with it, I mean... Maybe we should give him some ice. I don't, I don't think the ice is going to help. <laughs> if, it's, if it's a burden to you, the... Uh, no, 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 I'm not. Right. It's, just, no, it's just... No, it's just... Okay. It's by personal preference, I'm not a big fan. Sure. Uh I don't I, like a burger. I don't know. I it, I, I don't. I think don't. You can go wrong with that because it's kind of a lighter bourbon, anyways. Yeah, it's you know, I I don't drink it, so I really don't. You know, with beer, I have a reference of what I normally eat when I'm drinking. Sure. So you know, I really don't have a good reference point. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and bullshit people. Okay. And that's I think that's the realest I've ever been on this show. That is the realest. Mm. First things first. Mm. Joe's the realest. Yes. Who, who do the Bears get? Bears took Tevin Jenkins. Oh, that's a that's wow. a that's a hell of a draft. Justin Fields, Tevin Jenkins. I don't know what they traded, but we will uh, we'll make sure to get, keep you guys updated. Even though you'll listen to this later. What position are you going? Uh, tackle. <laughs> oh, cool. So for me personally, I think just because of the more subtle sweetness notes, I really like this with some kind of barbecue food. I I either like this with ribs or some kind of like smoked wings. I think would be perfect with it. Um, you don't have to do too much of like an overpowering barbecue sauce it could be kind of something sweet and tangy i think i think that would really pair well with this um yeah i'm gonna go barbecue because i i do like the idea of uh drinking this in the summer like pat said um just because it's lighter it's sweet it's definitely a whiskey you could drink during a barbecue at night around a campfire i think it would just be perfect for that uh, I completely forgot. I had a little fun fact actually for, for Maker's Mark. I actually I have a fun fact for each one, uh, and that is Samuel's experimented with many different mash bills to get the flavor right, but actually instead of distilling it right away, he baked it into several loaves of bread. Oh, sounds like something I would do. That is <laughs> definitely something Pat would do. Actually I actually thought uh, of you when I did this fun fact. You know, I, I'm a, I'm an avid baker. If you guys want to follow me at Pat, Patty Bakes, might have to have you on for a, a bread show. Honestly, I mean, Rob <laughs> probably has talked about bread before, like a burger. Like I can make something like that, guys. Okay, it's fun. Well, this guy made bagels recently, and let me tell you, those looked good. Oh, they were tasty. 
Oh my god, the the bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich I made with those bagels were incredible. But that's a future show. Let's do Woodford real quick. Would Joe, you like, yeah, I'll give the description. That way I like talk a little bit, you know, contractually I get my talking points in. <laughs> uh, the art of making fine bourbon first took place on the site of Woodford Reserve Distillery, a national historic landmark in 1812. The perfectly balanced uh, taste of our Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is compromised, uh, uh, comprised of more than 200 detectable flavor notes. That's amazing. From bold grain and wood to sweet, uh, aromatic spice and fruit and floral notes. Uh, Rob, do you, do you want me to give that fun fact? Uh, I'll give it a little fun fact again. Okay. Uh, the actual distillery has been there actually since 1812 and has gone through several different names of the owners. Woodford Reserve was actually only introduced to the whiskey bourbon market in 1996. Which is astonishing, just because it's such a well-known bourbon now. Mm-hmm. Pat, do you uh, you want to give a little? Uh, back, yeah, I guess uh, experience. So like a little story to your experience at Woodford. I really like Woodford Reserve. I think this is probably one of the better bourbons, in my opinion, that I've tried so far. I visited Woodford Reserve, and it was also another cool experience. Like I said about Maker's Mark, the nature is just ingrained in in kind of the distillery around it. So. Um, one thing that I remember is just being there at Woodford Reserve, and I just remember seeing barrels literally rolling down the street. Like it's just like that's just how they move barrels from one house to another for like putting their stuff into storage. So it was a really cool experience. Um, I think out of all of them, all of the distilleries I went to, I think Woodford Reserve probably had one of the more elegant uh, feels to it, and um, and I think that's the same for the bourbon itself. Um, one quick note. Um, I'm a big Irish whiskey person, and I, I, I'm very fond of the Woodford Reserve. They actually take a, um, a tradition from the, the Irish uh, whiskey and, and how they make theirs. They actually triple distill their bourbon, um, which is a bit of a more of a u- unique process. Some uh, distillers don't do that because they don't think it's necessary, but it does make it a little bit more refined. I think Joe might seriously have the biggest impression on the difference between the two. Uh, so it'd be interesting to see his reaction, but that is the difference between Makers and Woodford is that Makers is just, I, th- I believe, just single distilled and Woodford is, is distilled three times. So essentially it's a little bit more pure um, with the alcohol form. Cool. Very interesting. Very cool. uh, not much we can probably really say about the bottle. I mean, you do know what a typical bottle of Woodford's looks like. It's very slick looking. Um, oh, that's on purpose. So they make this flat and wide. So it's it's very so distinct. Bottle, yeah, the bottle shape. Of so it. you can see that there's zero impurities in it. So if you hold it up like that, you can actually see the alcohol very much. Whereas with a Maker's Mark or a Wild Turkey, you have the big label that's covering yep. uh, most of the bottle. Woodford, you can see what the, entire, the entire bottle. It's very intentional on their part. It's part of their advertising of their product, too. That's what they, uh, they told us at the distillery. Very interesting. I'm just drinking the Kool-Aid at this point. So, guys, if you if you don't mind, take a take a quick Joe. Yeah. Give me your first impression of it. So, yeah, I, I would definitely agree. This is, I think, is a lot more of a palatable smell. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I definitely. I'm picking up on like that kind of those floral notes they were talking about. A little bit, yeah, a little bit of the spice too, but much. Much better, uh, much better smell. Yeah, maybe there's some hope here for Joe. <laughs> maybe I think it's a it, it's a much more pleasant smell. I think it's it's I love 
it's more of a bready barrel type of smell for me. And I think it's just, I like more dry, like rye based bourbons or whiskeys. So I really enjoy this. Yeah. I, my impression is it's, it's much cleaner. Bourbon soap. Oh, it's a thing. Rob and I have had a lot. <laughs> Rob says he wants to wash himself with beer scented soaps. soaps. This is getting weird. It's a thing. This is, you're he turning w- this hobby into something much. I had an old style bar of soap. <laughs> Again, Rob, do you really want to go around smelling like, smelling like old style? It's not completely what old style smelled like as a beer, but you know there were some some notes of it in there. It was a very pleasant smell. This though. is a questionable decision uh, Rob has made in this Now, yes. <laughs> it, is, it is. A Woodford soap, I think, would work really well. Well, yeah, this would work better because it's... It would actually clean you. It's There's a lot of alcohol <laughs> yeah. in this. Yeah, we didn't go over that, actually. So the first two whiskeys we're doing are 45% ABV, 90%, or 90 proof. Not 90%, 90 what, proof. Uh, this may sound silly. What does proof mean? Like, Pat? Uh, I mean, there's... There's like a a long reason why they did that. It's personally, I I kind of forgot it. Like they tell you this stuff at the distillery, and then um, and then they fill you with booze. That's how they used to say <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, that's how they say it in the back of the day, like ninety proof. Like we don't know what that means. Essentially, it's just double. Like the number proof is just double what the alcohol percentage what the is. is. <laughs> so like if you hear like a hundred percent, hundred proof, doomed. yeah. I mean, well, you'll you'll usually find that actually a lot of the flavor, um, flavorful uh, whiskeys are going to be in like the 43 to like 46% range. Um, there's some that are higher, but, you know, obviously the stronger the alcohol is, that's more distilled. So the more the alcohol is going to be in its pure form. But like you obviously want as much of um, the barrel as you can get. And, and same with like uh, the actual like malt and everything that's in it at the same time. So like, I don't know what proof... Tip like means at the moment. I knew I knew it, but that's kind of my explanation on what that is. Okay, yeah, interesting. Very cool. Um, so, uh, well, we didn't uh, we didn't do it last time, but cheers. this time we got to oh. do a cheers. Oh, totally because there's cheers. only one way to find out. I I'm, I've been off my game today. Sorry, it's, right. it's all different. The draft all different is going on. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. This yeah. one's. A lot less sweet than Makers. A lot more dry. Um, but just so very smooth. Mm-hmm. I think it's like just because it's cleaner, you actually identify a lot more of the, the flavor notes in it. So obviously there's there's so much that goes into whiskey. And because it's so clean, like there's a lot more flavor that, that sticks out on my tongue um, compared to the last one. I don't know those those names that I can say. Rob might say buttery. I wouldn't say that. I would not say buttery. But <laughs> it is a me. very it is a very tasty whiskey, and and I actually would probably give it a little bit more of a value than the Maker's Mark. Yeah, I I would absolutely like if you know. I mean, I've only had these two so far, but like obviously, I would choose Woodford over that. I think it is a lot easier going down. You still get like that kind of like, I guess a heat. If you want to say like heat on the throat, but like sure. it's 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 pleasant. Like it's not yeah. It's not like burning. It. I mean, not, it wasn't burning me, but you know, like like it's 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 just more kind Get of the fire nice. signature, Rob. <laughs> Actually, something um, we completely forgot to do with makers was rate it. 
Oh, oh I, I guess. I'm in the process of the show, guys. <laughs> so we're rating things. Okay, it's Friday. Yes. We, do we, don't, we don't normally do Friday shows, so this is... Yeah, uh, we're, know, we're a little off. We're all, we're all excited. But, um, you know, I guess probably should just keep it more as... Um, we're, I, I'll, I'll drop this. So Rob and I are going to be unleashing a new scoring system. Yes. A Thank more you. refined scoring system, but with whiskey... Uh, you know, we, it's, it's a different, you know, it's a different, it's a whole style. So, uh, you know, I'm going to abstain from maker's mark. I just, you know, okay. From the score. I, it wasn't my favorite, but I, but I know for a whiskey person, it's going to be. Well, let me ask you this. If you had to drink one of these whiskeys again, between the two. Oh, Woodford. Woodford. Okay. I, I could probably like if you did like a like a I wouldn't do like a like a normal pour but like if you did like a half pour of it even like, like a, a like know. a whiskey sour like a cocktail or yeah, something I would, you would pick Woodford. Yeah. I, is it kosher to do that with these? <laughs> oh yeah. Um I mean like I, I would probably do this with the Manhattan like for like use yeah. this as the Manhattan base. I, I would say, you know, obviously your your mixed drinks are gonna come in with like some alcohol that's maybe not as fantastic. I think Maker's Mark is like brilliantly in that land where it's like, yeah, you can drink it by itself, but you can also like preferably put it into a mixed drink. Yeah. That's going to make it significantly better. Okay. Yeah. So, so my ranking on this, I don't know if we're gonna just do the one through ten. I I think it's a makers. One through five. Oh, one through five. Well, I, I would give. No, you know what? How about since it's a it's a stronger alcohol, we'll go one through ten. All right. Naturally, I think this fits as a seven point two for me. Like, I think that's just like a really good base. I think it's a really good bourbon. Like, I, it's a classic drink. I I think that's exactly where it should be. That was for Maker's Mark, right? Maker's yeah. Mark for myself. And then. I, I'll give a score for Marcus right. Mark. I'll go to six point five. <laughs> six point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna make no. any comment on that. <laughs> we're not. We're it's, not going uh, it's there. It's an inside joke. You guys should hope to be a part of one someday. <laughs> that was well. That was well reviewed. <laughs> Rob, uh, I'm, I'm going to seven flat. This makes me want to lower my score. <laughs> <laughs> well done. That was good. Uh, yeah, I'm going to seven flat. I think it's solid. Uh, I prefer Woodford just because I think Maker's is just uh, is is a little sweeter. I I prefer more of like a like a dry um, smoothness to my whiskeys or my bourbons. Uh, so I'm probably gonna go higher with Woodford, obviously. But. So you want to start out the Woodford since we did you at the Maker's last? Sure, I'll um I'll go like uh, I'll go into eight and a half on Woodford. I mean this is. This is my whiskey that I that I asked for in my Manhattans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maker's Mark is I feel like is perfect for an old fashioned, just because I think it pairs well with more of like a citrus taste. Yeah, uh, Woodford, you know, I think Manhattans are kind of more, um, they're more dry. You know, you get a subtle cherry taste that really pairs well, I think, with with Woodford. Yeah. Joe, do you want me to go, or do you want to take uh, a no, quick swing at it? No, you can go. So I think Rob is is pretty much spot on there for the rating. Um, I would give it an eight six. I think just just not, be one point. Not higher. not that's <laughs> literally what I had in my mind, and Rob went eight and a half. So I was like, all right, well that's that's pretty spot on for where I feel like a Woodford is. Like one Woodford is is a lot more in my palate of of alcohol. Like it's it's definitely like a sweet, but it's also like a very much a clean and, and distinct. Well, distinctly flavorful whiskey 
that that's more of my palate of, of whiskeys in general. So like yeah. Makers, I would maybe have just on stock to have for friends. Woodford, I would have on stock for like really social, like nice sit down kind of esque feel um, right. for me. And I would even drink that by myself every once in a while. I would too. And that's the other thing with Woodford. I would drink it neat. Uh, I think Makers is more of a cocktail bourbon. Yeah. For me personally. Yeah, for sure. I can dig that. Uh, I I'll give it an eight flat. I I think it's very I think it's very enjoyable. Again, like I said, like I wouldn't I wouldn't drink like a full like a full pour like a I don't know how like pours go for it's like two ounces like a shot two and a half yeah, yeah. Two and a okay half, yeah. yeah so like you know like I maybe do like a half pour but like I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be drinking like it all night probably but if everyone else was having it I would hmm. I would succumb to the peer pressure and have some it. hope for this one. <laughs> It's not. It's not gonna be my first choice. That's you know what? I sure. could see it paired well with a cigar. Like of, of course, a cigar. Of in course, the whiskey. I think it would be perfect for that. I think that's is a that very legal? natural pairing. But uh, is that illegal? Did we? Did we? Did we want to do a food pairing? Oh, did I say it? I don't remember if I did a food pairing. No, we still. Yeah, we're kind of all over the place today. But uh, I wouldn't even pair this with a food. But let's try it. I mean, like. For maybe the, like if you want to do like a like a smoked nut, like if you wanted to get like a smoked almond, I don't know. A smoked nuts? Yeah, like you like, you never had a smoked almond. I've had a smoked almond, Joe. Okay, is it? I can I can see it as nut, like, right? yeah. Like you don't want to have like a, I don't think you would want this a meal because it is like you. I don't know, guys. I don't drink whiskey, <laughs> but I see I what, what you're saying. Do. Like that. Like, I mean, I think nuts, a smoke, you know? any kind of like smoky taste would go well with it. Yeah. Um. I think, yeah. I think it's more. It definitely is more <laughs> of a snack bourbon. Like I, I think it's a snack. Yes, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to. Are we talking about Woodford? Yes. Interesting. I don't I'm, know. I, with the food again. pairing, I don't want to drink or I don't want to eat something too hearty. So I'll, I'll say I this: think it has. I think beer is is different taste. with food. Beer would pair really well with food because it's it's a very light. Yeah. It's yeah. a very light drink. There's not a lot of alcohol. Like you're not ever gonna have the reaction that you're gonna have with with whiskey that you have with beer. I think for me, like you have to eat a meal. Then you have your whiskey because if there's nothing in your stomach, you're just gonna burn a hole in it. It's true. So you can't just pair it with something. You gotta eat. You gotta have a few bites of something. That's why I said nuts. Like you know, you snack (laughs) on something while you're like you know you don't eat a whole bowl of it. That would be a little insane. But but I've done it before. Um, (laughs) I've seen you do it. You get like a little handful of almonds, like you know, you just got your glass, you know, you like pop a few almonds in, take a drink, you know what? But I get it, like like a movie yeah. night type of setting. You've had dinner sure. already, but you still kind of want to snack on something. I feel like Woodford is something you order at a nice nightclub. You just went out for the night. You're with a beautiful girl. You you want to get your girl some tequila drink, and you want to have a nice drink yourself, so you get yourself something like Woodford Reserve. I would drink okay. it over a Bud Light. Wow. Most definitely. That's a huge I hate Bud Light, so yeah. Yeah, that's our... Actually, I would choose it over a Coors Light, too. Wow. Yeah, I think I'd choose really? it over a Coors Light. Yeah. Do you not like Coors Light? I like Coors Light, but I think I'd... Uh, that's I like my ch- beer chug of choice. Yeah. Beer chugging of choice. We've become a Miller Light podcast, so... We have. I know, I can't say <laughs> Great taste Light. Oh, I can't say that because you guys are paid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got that We got that Miller Light money. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you have a time of year for this, Pat? That's a good question. Um, I think Makers is actually like perfect for this time of the year. So getting towards the, uh, the middle of spring, I think Woodford Reserve is, is probably going to be like late summer. So 
just before the leaves start turning brown, I think it, it's a really good time to just be outside and you're enjoying like just nature at its peak. I, I think that's when you're going to really enjoy Roof Reserve um, as much as possible. So Very nice. I like it. I kind of like it when it's a little cooler out. I'm thinking more fall time um, just because it's more of that dry taste. I just kind of associate with the kind of cooler months. Uh, so, I mean, I could, I could drink it around a tailgate at a Bears, mm. Bears game instead of mm. that scotch that you brought. Oh, that scotch was pretty good. We were <laughs> yeah, taking so down. many pulls of that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, if I wanted something a little stronger at a tailgate than a beer or... <laughs> we're just airing you know, all the dirty laundry. Yeah, today. we are. Or around a campfire again. I mean, you know, just, uh, you know, get all cozy up uh, around a fire. I didn't think it's perfect for that. I agree. I like that. I like the way you said that. I, I have a feeling that Wild Turkey is going to be a straight winner kind of bourbon. So we'll are you, see. Are you guys ready to Let's experience it? So, Joe, Rob, so, go ahead and give it wait. a quick whip. I want to give a description to it first. So Wild Turkey, uh, originally crafted by Kentucky Bourbon Hall of Famer Eddie Russell as Wild Turkey 81. Wild Turkey Bourbon is aged in American white oak barrels with the deepest number four alligator char. Not too sure what that means. Are they but... burning alligator? <laughs> I don't think so. With notes of sweet vanilla, pear, hints of spice, this bourbon finishes with a flavor that is full and rich. Whether enjoyed straight or with a mixer. Every barrel we have is burned by alligators. So, Jesus. Uh, we're really off the rails today. To digress, kind of going off of that into my fun fact. Uh, Jimmy Russell is actually, he's the longest active tenured master distiller and he's at Wild Turkey. Any relation to Eddie? I just said Eddie. Eddie. (laughs) Eddie. I think he has to be a son, but he's been doing it for over 60 years, which is crazy to think. I mean, you can look up a picture of this guy. This guy looks like he's going to die master distiller at Wild Turkey. (laughs) Rob is quite optimistic about this one. We are very sorry if you heard that, Jimmy. (laughs) I mean, this dude... Thank you, though, for Thank your you. for your whiskey. He looks like he's all heart. So that's that's a weird thing to say, Rob. Uh, yeah, all right. Let's, all, yeah. let's let's get some smells in here. So Joe, what's your impression of this? Because I know you're kind of the most new to this. Ooh. I think it's most interesting coming from you. Uh, yeah, I definitely think it's kind of along the same lines of Woodford. Like, a, yeah. it, it's a bit. It's a lot more. I kind of. I feel like I got like a little maple east, but like some kind of. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'm just playing tricks in my mind, but. Like, no, like, like a sweeter kind of smell, I feel like. like I, more I like honey or... Yeah. I feel like I taste more molasses when I drink bourbon. I got a feeling this is going to be stronger than Maker's, so... This one is actually 40% ABV. So this has less alcohol than this, Maker's. This does, yes. But my impression of it would be it's going to be stronger, so I wonder what that's going to mean. Oh, look, Master Distiller, Eddie, whatever his name is right there. Signature Ooh, on the Eddie bottle. Russell. Shit. Very cool. And Cheers, kind everybody. of. Kind of different uh, from what we said, you know, Woodford's like. It's You can see through the bottle completely. There's not a big label covering up Wild Turkey. It does have a label on the front and back. It is Rob, very cool can looking. You, can you give me your best turkey noise? No, I'm not going to do that. It, what is What picture but you is have, it? You have the turkey on the label. <laughs> uh, it, it just kind of has that, like, classic Western whiskey type peacock. of label, though. That's the American peacock, the turkey. <laughs> Shit, you're right. You know what I mean? Yes, of, of yeah, course. Yeah, you weren't even listening. I, Rob, I really, 
I would really appreciate it if you did the turkey noise. I'm not going to do oh, okay. the turkey <laughs> Rob, that was a really good turkey sound. Really Thank good. you. Uh, that was all me, guys. <laughs> if you're going to use that sound bite, you got to pay me for it. So, But with the taste, there's oh, only there's, one way to yeah. find out. Cheers, Cheers, boys. That was a good play. Oh, wow. That's definitely not what I was expecting at all. That is a lot more palatable. Really? As that, opposed to like... Think no of, dryness. Think about like, no. yeah, Maker's Mark. No dryness at all. It does sit on your tongue a lot longer, I feel like. Maybe that's just how I drank it this time. I think that's what I was yeah, expecting was the alcohol. A lot less bite. Um, mm-hmm. Still very warm going on. But I would not get that with any put that in a mixed <laughs> drink at all. No, I think... No. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think this is going to be straight, neat, neat as... Uh, as us whiskey drinkers, I think, right? I think, I think I'm exactly right when I say like when I'm in the winter, I want to drink that because, like Joe said, it it does stay on your palate like your tongue a lot mm-hmm. longer. So that's really I think that's like kind of the feel of the alcohol. See, you, I kind of like that biteness in the winter. I would have a little rather have a little biteness as opposed to like in the summer. I kind of want something more. Are you saying biteness? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like you haven't really experienced the bite from either of these, which is a, you know, I'm actually for wild, yeah, wild I'm turkey. For I mean, like I said, Joe, you can keep it on your tongue a little longer and kind of pick up probably more flavor. I've just never heard biteness used before. Yeah, yes, that's, that's a thing. I did not. I, like maybe I, it's not commonly like you, used. Yeah. Rob would use that. It's <laughs> like you described it. That kind of like burning sensation in in your tongue or in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, not to like break right into food pairing, but like I think. You could not eat anything with this. This is going to not destroy your palate by any means, but again, like if it's sitting on your tongue, you're not going to really taste anything else that you're eating or drinking with it. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm actually quite impressed. I like this a lot more than um, I was giving myself some credit for. I, I, I kind of had a first impression where I was like, oh well, the the smell of it didn't seem like something I would like. I actually enjoy it. I picture myself hunting outside and in, in the you know kind of the middle of the winter. Looking for a little gobble gobble to eat at night, so yeah. that's exactly what I would pair that with some turkey, some turkey, okay, some wild turkey, some wild turkey. Oh, cause it's okay. This I is... get it. <laughs> it's definitely not a whiskey I would drink on the rocks too, because I feel like any kind of rocks is really gonna take away from a lot of that flavor. Um, and just so Joe knows what what that even means, it is a different experience when you drink something straight versus on the rocks and versus with ice. So I actually have rocks, yeah. which is trying to like it's their stones, which don't bleed the water into the drink. Right. It will just keep it cold, which gives it a different experience. Mm-hmm. If you put ice in it, it will dilute water it down. with water, right. Right. which is what some people do like. And some it people is. just splash water in there because it they all give it a little bit of a different flavor and sometimes it's a little bit more aromatic at the same time. Yeah, I, I think we've talked about this before about Irish whiskeys. You know, there some people do add water because it does bring out different flavor mm-hmm. palettes to people. Mm-hmm. Um, it might bring out uh, more sweetness. It's literally the same thing with with bourbon too. Like I think it's in my opinion a little bit more distinct when you're when you're doing with like really distilled whiskeys. Like you're you're really trying to open up different flavors with it. Uh, but it could be the same thing with, with a wild turkey. I think you would definitely get a different experience. But for me, like what I just experienced right there was, was really good. Yeah, I you know, I kinda keep going back and forth with my food pairing and I kinda wanna do maybe just something simple like a steak. I think like either a filet mignon, 
Uh, I don't want to overpower, you know, my palate too much. I think it would just be, it would just go well, really perfect with a steak. Honestly, that's a good, I think meat of some kind. Like I, I honestly said yeah, wild turkey. I would definitely say with a wild turkey. I think that's something yeah. that would uh, really fit uh, kind of the, the, the profile of what I just experienced with, with the whiskey is, I think it's kind of a little gritty, but also very flavorful at the same time. Um, and I think it's, I just picture myself in a log cabin hunting and whatever I'm eating that day is what I'm drinking that with. I, I definitely feel like whiskey is like that. You're in a log cabin, you're at like a, like a lake house. Like this is like what you need. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Especially, yeah. Especially like winter time. Picture like you know, like frost on the window, <laughs> set the scene for you guys. <laughs> for sure. So that's your time of year, kind of like when uh, yeah, when it's starting to frost outside. Yeah, okay. a little frost yeah. on the window. I like it. Same here. What about you? Um, I know I was kind of saying earlier, like just I I would rather have it in like summertime, but uh, just because you can kind of hold it on your tongue. You just you're longer. just saying this so you don't say winter along with us. You know what? I'll go spring because you know. <laughs> That's the early spring. Early spring. (laughs) And early spring in Chicago is pretty unique. So I'll go right now, actually. You know, it's a crisp night. It's probably gonna drop back down to like fifty high fifties right now. It's in the forties. It's in the forties right now. I really should have brought a jacket today. That's right. I'll send you home with one. (laughs) But uh you know, I kind of want a little sunlight out with with this whiskey, you know, kind Mm. of a little warmth from the sun, but it's still like the air is still pretty crisp. Uh, so I think that's kind of the perfect time for it. So what are we going to rank this guy? Would you guys like me to start? Or should we, what's the... Yeah, I, I actually want to hear Joe start. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I'd probably rather have this than Woodford. I, I, wow. I, I enjoyed Woodford. I, I, I think that I like that it sit, sits on your tongue more than it sits in your throat, I feel like. Uh, again, that might just be how I drank it. No, you're know. right. It's, it doesn't um, have that same, like, like. Uh, warmthness, like going down, or you know, that kind of I don't want to say burningness, but yeah, I mean, just yeah. the warmthness going down, it's, it um, doesn't stick with you. So, I'll give it a give it eight and a half, eight, eight point five. That was my second 40 time, okay. Um, for me, I'm gonna go, uh, I have to go a little higher than Makers. I, I actually do like this more, and also, I feel like you can't beat the price, it's 20 bucks a bottle. Uh, it's seven and a half for me. I was very surprised um, myself um, on my experience on it. Uh, it. It gave me a very unique look at, you know, I really got to dig deeper into like a lot of the bourbons that I don't know of. Um, I'm actually surprisingly going to give this a 7.7. Seven. I think this is just, I, I know it's it's definitely a different experience than Makers. I think Makers is classic for a lot of mixed drinks and I do put it at a 7.2. That's very respectful. I think this definitely blew out my expectations. I actually thought this was going to be worse than Makers. So giving a 7-7 seven, seven is very respectful and, and definitely cheers to Eddie. He's doing a good job over there. Um, definitely gave a good impression there. But I kept in the 7s because it's not really my palate. It's, it's Jimmy now. Is it Jimmy now? It's well, thank Jimmy you, Jimmy. Um, but, you know, <laughs> so, like, I mean, my, my palate is, is more word for reserve. So that's why I gave that one a, obviously a higher score. But 7-7 yeah, seven, seven is unbelievable in my opinion. All in all, solid, solid two bourbon. For, two for three for me. I liked it. I, it wasn't bad. I liked it. Look at that, man. It. it was good. I, again, like, I think similar with Woodford, like, wouldn't go full pour. You know, it's baby steps, you know. I'll do, you know, I'd probably do like a half pour. Just, I think you know, for Joe to get the real experience of these whiskeys, he's got to finish the whole bottle. 
Tonight? Yeah, he's just okay. He just has of each one. It. So the makers is going to be so easy for Joe, but also at the same time, because it's also smaller, but at the same time, it's also his least favorite. So that would be the funniest one. Which one would he finish first? I'll also be dead by the night. Yeah, the night uh, Pat, do you have any last minute stories you kind of want to tell from your experiences down in Kentucky? Oh, I was going to say, with whiskey in general, yeah, I got We're plenty of stories. No. <laughs> we, are, we are cutting it close on time. How close are we? We're about 10 minutes. 10 minutes, so, and we got some other segments. So. All right, I'll, I'll be real quick about it. Story. I did a little Kentucky Derby, and it was Maker's Mark. I'm a Maker's Mark ambassador, and because I was an ambassador, they invited me out. It doesn't really mean anything too fancy. If you want to be one, just let me know. DM me <laughs> at Patty Bakes. Uh, but we got to experience the Maker's Mark little Kentucky Derby um, in Lexington, Kentucky. It's not like the Kentucky Derby, but it's one of them. And it was a really cool time. Like, I got a free drink out of it. Um, I brought a few of my friends. and We had to pay for it. But, like, they gave us some free stuff. And then they gave us a free tour of the distillery. So um, I really enjoyed being out in Kentucky. I just think Kentucky is such a unique landscape. And uh, really, it's something to just go experience for yourself. We will definitely be making our way down there at one point with me yes um shall we get to uh yeah let's get enough of whiskey uh, other beer news give me other beer news here uh pat i I, will start with you have you had any new beers or whiskeys or any alcohol that you've uh that you've had recently that you wanted to highlight um well one of my I think this is kind of an underrated brand of of whiskey, and and certainly one of my favorite ones is uh, is Powers. I'm personally, guys, I'm a big whiskey guy. That's why I'm sure they brought me on the show. So Powers has this uh, Three Swallows, which is one of their single malts. Um, I actually just bought it. They actually changed their bottle, so um, he's, get, he's getting the bottle for us. Yeah, take a look. yeah pulling it out. So everyone can see while they're listening. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, this is a very visual show that we don't show any visuals for. Um, but it's it's essentially um, probably one of the sneaky. I don't really like the Powers just regular bottle like that you can get for like twenty bucks. I think it's a, a pretty different experience from what you can get from paying a lot more money. But this is this goes for about forty five dollars, and for a single pot still whiskey like that is actually pretty incredible to think about. Um, so I just wanted to give that news out there. I think it's an incredible value for what you're you're getting. It's forty five dollars, and you're gonna get a hell of a whiskey. So, that's very, it. very nice, uh, Rob. I'm gonna blow through. I had a ton of beer, a ton of different beers. So I finally tried New Belgium Voodoo Ranger Juicy IPA. Very juicy, very delicious. Uh, a great summer hazy, in my opinion. Uh, made my way up to Bell's Brewery in Kalamazoo. That yeah, was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, I had a couple different Bell's beers. Bell's Incessant, which was a double IPA. A lot of citrusness, a uh, little dryness. Definitely a lot of like uh, pineapple taste to it. Uh, they're actually bottling it now, so I did see it recently at Benny's. Uh, Bell's Grapefruit Wheat was not really my favorite. A little too much grapefruit for my taste. Uh, Transient Dark Lager, which was a Michigan beer. Uh, light, dark, and roasty, really solid beer. Uh, and then also a couple from Milk Money, a LaGrange local. So I had Pause Button, which was an American IPA. And then I also had their Session IPA. Uh, Pause Button was definitely better of the two. The Session was probably just, it, it just was a little watered down. So it wasn't really my favorite. 
Cool. Anything else? That was it for me. All right. I uh, only had one new beer. I got some other news. Uh, Scorched Earth Brewing, uh, Phoenix Tears. That was in my beer racket. Uh, it was a Vienna-style lager. Very roasty, malty taste. It kind of gave off a little, like, porter vibe to it, taste-wise, in a way. Uh, but also a pretty dry mouthfeel. It was enjoyable. I'd, it's one I'm probably not going to drink... Like a lot of, but it's it's any a, kind of porter vibes. I feel like that's yeah, that's not you. <laughs> no, um, but also Mars Brewing, which happens to be about a fifteen minute walk from where we currently are recording, uh, they are opening up a tap room in Logan Square hmm. today. Is the opening day actually? Uh, Friday, that's Friday thirtieth. We might just happen to go. Kind of why I brought it up on the show. <laughs> no. uh, it is called Life on Mars Community Club. It is a uh, tap room will also double as an arts and community venue, similar to their uh, their other location, which is escaping me at the moment. But I was tell cool. Connor about that. I got his painting up here. Yeah, yeah I just want to know that he's also a big beer guy, although he is. No longer drinking alcohol, but he was a beer, big beer guy. We can we can have him on the non-alcoholic show. Yeah. Is there really one of those? We're not going to do another one of those. No, that was another Rob idea. All the bad ideas are <laughs> Well, if we ever want to do another whiskey show, I would recommend us doing an Irish whiskey, a little bit of a... We will, we will most certainly be Further doing in a, depth uh, of, like, the Woodford Reserve type profile of whiskeys. Right. Absolutely. We'll get there. We, we will be doing another whiskey show. There's a, there is a lot. Um, one other thing, Moody Tongue Brewing, uh, they were awarded two Michelin stars in... Uh, this year, they're uh, they pretty unique kind of way. They uh, their twelve beer paired courses is offers a very unique experience. So kind of pretty cool. The breweries getting Michelin stars. You don't see that a lot. That's really cool. And I love like any kind of like uh, like beer courses. You know, I think I talked about this on the show. Milk Money Brewing doing like a like a five course meal paired. You had a beer paired with each meal. Mm-hmm. So really cool to see more of these breweries doing stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that'll do it. Rob, no Pat, no other notes? I just want to say thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you for coming on. We, are def- we yeah. had a great time with you. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to have you on both for a whiskey show, probably a bread show. Maybe we'll have a little we'll sample of your bread. We have so many shows. And <laughs> Rob and I, it's a full-time gig that we don't get paid for. Um <laughs> Coming up next week on the show, we will be uh, be celebrating Cinco de Mayo this Wednesday. We'll be having a Corona, Modelo, Tecate, and Dos Equis. Uh, that'll be also our 50th episode. We've been doing this for 50, ep- technically 60th episode because we did 10 in quarantine, but we don't count those. That's the... Uh, that's Podcast the lo- shows. That's the lost tracks. <laughs> uh, and again, we're going to be introducing kind of our new scoring system next week to kind of... Get a little better. I, Rob and I get lost in our, in our silliness. So yeah, we want to bring more like directness to the scoring. You know, right. Kind of give you guys better but, of an idea of why we're scoring these beers. Uh, right. You know what we get out of these beers. What we, why? I mean, how we would drink these beers in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we'll go into more detail next right. week. Right. Uh, we're already <clears throat> cutting it close here on time, but yeah. So that'll be that'll be the next show. Uh, Rob, let's close this out. Yes. As always, we invite you to try these whiskeys along with us. Or any drinks. Uh, Please do so responsibly. Wear a mask. Don't be an asshole. Don't trick drive.
That too. And, and have fun. And have fun. And as always, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>